Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask him to stop, he'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth. They plead the fifth, and now I'm coming back for more. Ring, ring, really big ring. Basquiat with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the coach kings. Look, Jaquees, let's just cut straight to the chase. Mm-hmm. You're full of shit. Um, You're full of shit, Jaquees. Listen, let me tell you something. You're full of shit. You're going to have to be more specific. I'm going to be very specific. Okay. On Twitter this morning. This morning. You went on. Mm-hmm. And you spread lies about our bet. I don't lie. And you said mm-hmm. that I had set an injury clause mm-hmm. that would thus nullify our bet. Mm. Now, see, what had happened was... What had happened was what? What had happened was, you know, it was morning time. Mm-hmm. My ears were still a little sleepy. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I rolled over, and this has been on my heart for a couple days. So sure. I rolled over in the morning, and I was like, let me listen to this episode. Mm-hmm. And I went back, and I listened, and I just, you know, I just did not hear the word no. That's the only thing. I would believe you, my nigga, except... I caught you on one lie, and I said, that's not true. Mm. And then you bought up another lie, and I said, that's also not true. What was the other lie? You kept trying to flip the script. There was multiple times. I had to go on my phone and record a clip of the episode, which I would like for you to play right now, Jaquise, from your phone. I uploaded it to Twitter so you could play it right now. Androids don't play music. (laughs) They don't. (laughs) They don't do a lot of things. (laughs) <laughs> I'll play it. I'll play that shit. You know what? I'm going to stand behind it. I'm okay with that. That's right. Because you know what? I still think we're going to end up washing out. So <laughs> That's your only hope. That's we'll, my we'll, only we'll explain hope. the clarifications after you play this fucking clip. Yeah, all right. All right. Hold on. Let me, let me get it up. Serious trade. I'm going to ask you this. I'm willing to accept that no serious trade, no serious injury can nullify this bet. You willing to agree to those terms? Sure. All right, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> now, listen. now listen. Okay, so let's talk about the let's talk about the terms of this bet. Mm-hmm. The terms of this bet are very simple, Jaquise. Mm-hmm. You were so confident mm-hmm. that the Lakers would make fourth seed that you bet two hundred dollars on it. I bet one hundred dollars. No, 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 no. You bet two hundred. I also bet two hundred because there is a world where one of us could have made. $400. No, that's not how much we bet on it. We bet 100 each. No. We bet 100 each. Well, no, you're correct. Then there's a world where both of where So there's only a world in which I can make 200. Yeah, and I can only make nothing. I can make I could make 200. No, you couldn't. Well, before the season started, I could have. <laughs> yeah. But as of right now, So let's I say can. the terms. The terms are you put 100 on the fact that the Lakers are going to be the fourth seed. That is correct. Or better. And I put a hundred on that the Timberwolves would have a better record than the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, only one of those possibilities is on right now. Because mm-hmm. I knew from the very beginning that they would be no higher than a seventh seed, mm-hmm. which they are currently on track for. Mm. If they go on a great run, probably seventh. Okay. No way they're slipping in the fifth. Definitely not touching fourth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe six. Highly doubt it. Okay, but but let's talk where the real bet is now. The real bet now is the Timberwolves need to finish with a better record, record than the Lakers, and I get two hundred dollars. And I don't see that happening. Timberwolves schedule is pretty fucking. The Timberwolves tough. schedule is pretty tough. What do we have for the month of March, Sophie? For the Timberwolves. Uh, they just lost yesterday that is correct. to the Wizards. To the Washington Wizards. But who do they play the rest of this month? The rest of, just the rest of this month. Thunder, Pistons, Wizards, Knicks, uh, Nuggets, Jazz, Rockets, Warriors, Hornets, Grizzlies, Clippers, Warriors again, yes. Sixers. So they have a pretty tough march. That's about that's at least six six losses in there. At least. At least. At least six guaranteed losses. But can you go ahead and hit me with the Lakers schedule? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, Clippers, Nuggets, Celtics, Bulls, Raptors, Pistons, Knicks, uh, Bucks, Nets, Kings, Wizards, Jazz, 
Hornets, New Orleans, fuck me. So we got a couple of losses in there too. We got some losses, but we got some wins. We may we have some, some wins, wins in them Lakers. The Bulls, they ain't gonna win. The Bulls, they gonna lose. All right, but the Knicks have beat the Lakers. They beat them a couple times. They beat them, but listen, let me tell you something. That's a tough schedule. Let me tell you something. I got faith in my man LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? He's man. Now, I got I got faith in King James. You know what I'm saying? Greatest of all time. You also cut that clip early. <laughs> you also cut that clip early. And I want you to go back and I want you to play that clip again in full. Because there's something that you said that you and Sophie said in that clip that I don't want to drag the fuck out of y'all for. Now, go ahead and play the clip in full. Please. No serious trade, no serious injury can nullify this bet. You willing to agree to those terms? Sure. All right, You're cool. You're tripping. Okay, cool. Sure. All right, cool. Because it's for both of us. It's yeah, for both, for both of us. us. No mean, serious it's trade. Likely, it's more likely that it's more likely that it would affect you than me because who LeBron ain't going down. Injured? That man Injured. is durable. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Oh, boy. I mean, durable Let me tell you that something. posting oh. on Instagram. You know, listen, even Goku had to go in the chamber a couple times. Okay, you know what bro. I'm saying? Okay. You know, had to fight Frieza and go into the chamber. But he came out stronger than ever. You know These what I'm saying? These niggas thought that Jimmy Butler would be injured on the T-Wolves before LeBron James would be injured on the Lakers. This nigga ain't even on the T-Wolves no more. Mm-hmm. And I gave you the out, Jaquees. I said no serious trade or injury. Would, I gave you both of them, would my you, nigga. Would you, have taken, would you have taken a bet if I would have said? Absolutely not. Of because course. I knew that nigga was going to get injured. Of course. Because so I had to, I had to stand up guy. And you I had to give as fuck. I had to <laughs> get the bet going. Little shit. <laughs> I knew you weren't going to take it. I had to, I had to, I had to get you in the bet. <laughs> Let me tell you something. We're, we're, we're men. Anybody who the the three and a half people who listen to this who live in Minnesota. Let me tell you something. Also tweet at us. Let me tell you something. I'm rooting for I'm rooting for y'all to fail. All right. Go ahead and get in that lottery pick. You don't. Oh, you stop trying. Stop trying to win. You ain't. You ain't got nothing. I have never shut down. Cat. I'm about to text Kevin Chestnut right now for his NBA league pass. Password. Mm-hmm. About because to watch I'm watching Timberwolves, Timberwolves games, games <laughs> religiously, my nigga. And I hope that we're on top of this Lakers Clippers game today. Yeah, I mean, they what time they play? Seven? They're probably gonna start at seven. Yeah. Seven thirty. There we go. So I'm gonna be on top of that game for sure at the gym. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, let me tell you Brag, something. First of all, yeah, I'm gonna be at the gym right after at, this. Be at the gym right after I got this. my gym clothes in my Brag. car. I'm uh. I'm, you have a car? Brag. I mean, what? I've always had people, I've had a car for a while now. I'm, I'm just giving you shit because you're manipulative. You guys, I'm not manipulative. I'm a very good gambler. You know what? Let team Jaquise. Let me tell you something. <laughs> because you're smirking too much. We both walking away with zero dollars. <laughs> I don't believe that, bro. You know the Timberwolves ain't going to finish with a better record than the Lakers. It only, only takes one game, We Jaquise. haven't said their record so far. Say their records because right, I mean, Jaquise doesn't want to admit what their record is. There's just one game apart right now. So the Lakers are 10th seed. Timberwolves are 11th seed, and Lakers' record is 30 and 33, and Timberwolves are 29 and 34. One, one game. game. All right, but you know, listen, LeBron, playoff LeBron about to come <laughs> out. Thought, yeah, <laughs> that's, what what he said, that's what he said, and then they keep losing. And I then mean, they lost to the know, Suns. He, he, was, listen. he was activated. Mm. I mean, that nigga, come Maybe on. Maybe in he was another lying. Instagram account. I'm he still was mad lying. about it. I'm well, still salty. It's okay. I'm it's salty. okay. I warned y'all niggas in July. That's what's so crazy about this is I said this shit in July. Let me tell we you We didn't something. know a damn thing about what was about to happen It yet. really bothers me And I me called right every single, I said. You called out every single LeBron thing. was going to get hurt. Your Luke I said Walton the thing. locker room was going to be trash. And that Luke Walton was going to be fired. Oh, he and may not be fired. No, they, a report came today that every GM in the NBA knows this nigga is done. Oh, the moment the season. season is done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, but he won't be fired after the years, before the year. Come on. that's He's playing fired. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It hurts me. I'm okay. You are. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. I. You know what? I'm. I. I. This can be a. This. This can end up being a win-win for me. Because if the Timberwolves finish with a worse record, I'm okay with being wrong about the Lakers, because then I can live in the joy. That LeBron James did not make the playoffs <laughs> in oh, his right. first that was year. That guy like a 
four seconds. I mean, you know, he's gonna be my guy until they until trust. they secure. I'm losing trust until they secure case. that higher record than the Timberwolves. <laughs> Once that's secured, then I can live in the in the happiness and joy that the Lakers and LeBron will not be making the playoffs. It is insane that Vegas has about a ninety percent chance right now to, to not miss. make it. That's crazy. That's crazy. And literally, uh, I saw this clip, and look, I'm a LeBron hater, and really, this mm. this last few weeks has been amazing high. I saw this person edit this clip of Nick Wright, who I fucking despise because how much he rides LeBron James, talking about how he's like, there will never be a time when LeBron James' team does not get 50 wins. Listen to me now. And then somebody, uh, and he said, wake me up when that doesn't happen. And then somebody cut. Highlights of the uh, <laughs> of the uh, Suns game where they lost to that song by Evanescence, and it was just like, "Wake me up, wake me!" And it was that nigga missing free throws. <laughs> and I was like, "Did yes. you see him? Did you see him throw the fucking basketball and <laughs> hit the, the back of the <laughs> nigga?" I, I am nowhere near a professional basketball player. I've not played against a single professional basketball player, and I ain't never seen nobody do that. Not even at the park. Oh, <laughs> like I've never even seen nobody wake do that at the up. park. Wake me up. Inside, wake up. Listen, dude. Baby. All right, let me real quick, real quick, because I we I don't want to I don't want to keep harping on NBA shit. This hurts his legacy. It has to, right? It has to. A thousand percent. It has to. I look. I here's why I don't know. Here's why I don't know. I agree with Carl. Mm -hmm. Weird. In that, if we had access to Michael Jordan. In the way that we have access to LeBron James, mm -hmm. that locker room would be called a toxic locker room. Well, I mean, we're about to see. I mean, yeah, in 2020. But that nigga was, I mean, LeBron James never punched a teammate in the face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but here's, I mean. But the I, results. The results. The results. The results still were there. Right? And fuck the results. Forget the results. LeBron's accolades have spoken for themselves. Where LeBron can retire tomorrow and he has enough accolades. Top three at least. For a lifetime. Yeah. Like, the results are whatever. But it, it has to hit his legacy that... What was what was the knock on LeBron's... The one knock that people were like, nah, that's bullshit, that's bullshit. But the one knock on LeBron's success was what? That he always made it to the finals. In, in the Eastern Conference. That's right. That was the one knock on his success. Yeah. And he the the fact that he would take a trash team and still make it to the finals. And people was like, yeah, but he in the East. And other people would be like, no, he's just great. Which he is. Not saying he's not. But he got another trash team now. But now he in a different conference and he going to miss the playoffs. That has to hurt your legacy a little bit. Because, because, I'm not saying if the people who, I'm not saying it's right. But you just giving them. Gas. gas. You give it this is what gasoline. it reminds me of. This is what it clearly reminds me of. It reminds me of there would be times when I would be uh, playing video games against somebody, like maybe I'm playing Street Fighter or something, and I whip ass. Mm -hmm. And I whip ass and I whip ass, and then I would feel it. And I was like, I should probably stop playing. Mm -hmm. This happened to me in beer pong a lot, Alejandro and I, where we'd be like, we should stop playing. We are good. We are where we at. We should stop playing. And these two niggas would come in. And they'd be like, hey, let's play. I mean, Alejandro would know. We shouldn't test this. One, we're drunker than we were when we started the night. We've been mm -hmm. killing everybody, but we're drunker now. Mm -hmm. And two, these dudes have not played a game. They've probably been nursing a beer this whole time. Maybe we shouldn't do it. And Alejandro and I would play, and we would get our ass beat so bad that everyone forgot about every game we played the night before. Or the whole night Leading up to that point, mm. because we were so bad, like because like at Alejandro's house, one of the rules was if you airballed a ball, if you airballed twice in a row, you have to go under the table. Yeah, go under the table. Yep, and sit there, and somebody else come and shoot your shots for you. <laughs> if you airballed twice in a row, that's so funny, bro. We had some hard rules for uh, 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 beer pong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we played so bad that everyone's just like, "Damn, y'all seen that trash game?" Where I was like, "Hey, yo, hold up, hold up, hold up." We killed everybody before, but it doesn't matter. Lasting memory. Lasting memory. And I think because of the way that the news cycle works, mm -hmm. because we live in this 24-hour news cycle and all this social media, 
People will not let go of this failure if it happens, because it's not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed to happen. And, He's and, still and, LeBron James. And still, I still believe he likely will probably get that eighth seed. But people have short-term memories. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you yeah. with your girl and you do everything great, the moment you do something trash, that's all she's going to think about. Right. And vice versa. Anna happens to Anna all the time. She's great. She's sweet. She does one little dumb thing. And I'm like, why the fuck you do that? Oh, da, da, da. And she's mm-hmm. like, yo, man, I was just doing this for you. I was just eating your ass. Yep. Uh... <laughs> But that'll be back later, don't you worry. <laughs> that reference will dig into it later in a way that you don't want to know. Yep. Uh <laughs> yes, it will. But <laughs> but also, I mean, look, I I don't know if it I don't know if it was I mean, yeah, it's a different time frame, but people who are willing to forget Michael Jordan's Wizards years. Yeah. People forget those. Well, but here's the thing, he also wasn't trash. trash. Yeah, but and and also, LeBron. And also, like, how many years was that from his last retirement? Four. So, you know what I'm saying? No, that's a lie, too. Three. It was, he retired in 98, came back in 01. So, three. But, like, you know. And he was also 40. You got 9-11 on people's minds. <laughs> There's a lot of things going on. Yeah. But uh, LeBron James, this is so, it was such a big move. It was such a media frenzy. Truly, if anyone has to blame for this Lakers season, I think number one, the media. Mm. Number one. And everyone wanted to get mad at Kevin Durant when he said, I'm not blaming LeBron James for this, but there is a toxic media around him. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I don't care who to blame. Somehow, Edgar got it'll just be, Kevin Durant mention. It'll just be dope when he misses a play. If he misses the playoffs this oh, year, bro, it's going to be very funny. And then, if he misses the playoffs this year. And then in the offseason, nobody comes to the Lakers. <laughs> Which is probably very likely to happen. <laughs> no, because don't nobody want to play with this nigga no more. Don't nobody want to play with him. I don't know, man. I really don't know. Who coming? I don't. They gotta know, wait till man. they ain't gonna get AD. They're not gonna get AD. Uh, I mean, they might, but I doubt it. I doubt I it. I mean, with this Kyrie shit, Celtics are gonna go all in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kyrie ain't coming to the Lakers. Kyrie going to the Knicks. No, I mean, yeah, but I'm saying like with this Kyrie shit. Oh, they're going all in on they're AD. They're going all in on AD. They're yeah. like, they might trade. They might trade uh, Irving. No, I they can't because he's, he's a free agent. That's right. They can't. But they might trade Tatum. Uh, Which would be dumb. Yeah, very dumb. But, but hey, people making dumb moves all the time. Oh, listen, you guys. I wish that we knew the score of this Lakers Clippers game right now because there's so much hype around it because those comments that Zubak made. Last night. What did he say? When he said, you know, I didn't have games like this when I was on the Lakers. You know, there's this culture here. Like, I think he's like, there's like, we just win here and there's a lot more professionalism here. Which he wasn't trying to say a shade, but. But he's telling the truth. He's telling the truth. I mean, look, dude, here's the thing. I remember we, me, you, and Carl got in this, we, we like in the text message thread about I this before. I was thinking about this. And I was thinking about this when I was driving to McDonald's. I was like, oh, this is familiar. And I was like, oh, this is when me, and, me, you, and Carl, probably our last big fight over text message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said it before, LeBron is selfish. Yeah. He's earned the right to be selfish. I'm not going to say he's not. He's earned it. And it's okay. Kobe was selfish. Kobe earned the right to be selfish. Jordan was selfish. They earned the right to be selfish. Absolutely. But he's selfish as fuck. Absolutely. And tell me one locker room that hasn't had turmoil that he's been in. <laughs> like, I I, it's, it's insane. Even going back to the first Cleveland stint. Even, like, the Miami stint. People forget. Those that last year was not they were there was like turmoil in that locker room. And then nigga tried to get Eric Spo fired his first season in Miami. Yeah. Pat Riley was like, Yo, sit the fuck down, man. This ain't Cleveland. He uh, uh no one talks about how he left Miami. He yeah. refused to even look Pat Riley in the eye when Pat Riley was giving him his pitch. It is insane. He dude. was watching TV instead. LeBron is a great guy. He's off the court, amazing. Social, all that shit. But the nigga, the nigga knows how to tank a locker room. Now, can I put on my armchair psychology shit real quick? Go ahead. Only child syndrome, bro. That's where I come from with it. It's that only child syndrome, bro. And I look, people are like, whatever, Edgar, whatever. I see it in this nigga so much. Mm-hmm. I've recognized that kind of behavior so well. It's that only child syndrome, bro. This nigga don't know how to share. <laughs> he can't. He can't share he can't championships. Share. I mean, he shares them, but you know what I'm saying? Like he has like that only child syndrome, man. It, it yeah. bothers him. Yeah. It's crazy, man. 
It's a it's a crazy, crazy fucking thing. And he's just had the unfortunate pleasure of being the first huge superstar in the social media world. Which Yeah. Which it's true. He is the I think Trakis, you hit that right on the head. He is the first superstar in the social media world. Right. Which which he is, but you know who really got that started, where people was like, ooh, there's money in celebrity scandal and all that shit. It's Tiger Woods' ass in 08 when, oh, or yeah. 09 with that oh, yeah. cheating scandal. Oh, yeah. And then after that, niggas was like, oh, let's follow these motherfuckers all the time. All the time. Let's I mean, follow OJ, all the time. I mean, if you want to go back to I OG, mean, OJ. Yeah, that's true. That's when, like, tabloids and all. But, yeah, you're right. 100% right. And now people want access to them. People want access to them. We want to be like, oh, never again will an athlete fool us. You can pay for Kevin Durant 24-7 access. Like, there's, like, those, like, channels where it's just, like, Russell Westbrook 24-7. I'm like, who wants that? People. That's crazy. People, people do. want that shit. You know what? There's no love in this game. There's no Hey, Jaquise. There's no, there's love, no in love in this game. There's no love in this there's game. There's no love in this game. You know what, Jaquise? I, I asked you, bro. Why isn't basketball fun no more for you? Because, listen, I'm going to be real with you. It's because you ain't there. We'll dig into that after the break. You know, I'm uh, feeling some type of way. I feel this love and connection. I don't know, Jaquise. I just sometimes feel like I'm just talking about basketball, but there's nowhere for me to grow. You know what I mean? I I mean, I'll play you for your heart. You want to talk basketball for my heart? Yeah. Nah, man. I ain't in this, bro. I ain't in this, bro. What do you expect if you win? If I win? Mm-hmm. You know I'm stopping you from making the biggest mistake in your life. You mean leaving this podcast and starting a podcast somewhere else? Yes. Alright, but if I win, then what? I'll buy you microphones. Bet. So we just watched Love and Basketball today. <laughs> we literally just now. We literally just, just now. watched it. That's right. I was uh, I was shooting a video and I was like, I'm in Burbank. I wonder how far I am from Jaquis. Answer: Five minutes. Because Burbank, close. everything's close. Everything's close. Everything's close. It's fucking beautiful. This is your first time. First time. Listen, I also want to say this is a pretty monumentous, uh, I keep wanting to say that word, momentous. Monumentous and momentous are two different words. They are two different words, but they kind of mean the same thing, right? I don't know. Monumentous and momentous? You're on it, Sophie. All right, while we're figuring that out, we actually said we were going to do something last week, and we followed the fuck through. We followed the fuck through, bro. We followed the fuck through. That happens very rarely. Happens rarely. But we did. We, Edgar, you watched Love and Basketball. That's right. I watched it with you. And look, Jaquise texted me last night and was just like, will you watch it? And I said, not tonight, because, you know, I was already in my, I was playing NBA 2K. I was in a groove. And I was like, mm-hmm. nigga, I'm not going to stop this groove to watch no fucking rom-com. <laughs> it's not a rom-com <laughs> I'm not going to stop all. this groove. <laughs> nigga, that movie's funny as fuck and romantic as fuck. I think it's a rom-com. It's not a comedy. It's a straight romance You know drama. what, Jaquise? We already have an issue between you and I with genres that we're not even mm-hmm. going to get into this. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you be misgenring movies all the time. I dude, Eternal Sunshine it is, is not a rom com. It's bro. not a fucking rom com, dude. That movie's funny as fuck. What are you talking about? I I think you find sadness way too funny. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is that sad movie is as so fuck. So fucking funny, bro. <laughs> that movie is so sad. Dude. All right. Well, anyway, All right. loving basketball. Uh, one of my listen, it is it is up there for me as far as one of my favorite. Romance movies. I get it. I'll uh, put that up there with me. I'd say that walking away from it, I was like, this is a very good love story. I had some notes. All right. But we'll get into that. Now, I also want to say this. Here's something that is very interesting watching it with people because there's shit in it when you're watching it from a critical standpoint that I even notice. And I've seen that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, like one part where, for those of you who haven't seen Love and Basketball, we're about to spoil the fuck out of it That's for you. right. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it and <laughs> yes. come back and listen to this episode. Uh, we're going to talk about it all. We can talk about it all. But like I'm skipping ahead where old girl is injured and she's on crutches. And then mm-hmm. the coach says to uh, Sanaa Lathan, I'm about to, I'm going to start you. And then she says back, but I thought Deidre was coming back tomorrow from her injury. 
Mm-hmm. And then we find out like two scenes later that Deidre is still walking on crutches, walking and on like, crutches, a boot on her ankle. Like what this, was expected. She ain't coming back tomorrow crazy, to play no bro. damn basketball. That's insane. So crazy. Absolutely insane. Oh, okay. but here is here is here is how the movie started. Uh, this is why I can't take when Edgar says it's a comedy seriously. The movie started, and the first shot of the movie just says first quarter. 1981, and, I and Edgar starts laughing. It's not <laughs> nothing funny. Well, yes, it is. I think that's hella cheesy, bro. I, I look. A, I imagine that in 2000, when people saw that, they were just like, "Damn, that's good. That's good technique." But me sitting on sitting watching this movie in Jaquisa's couch, eating <laughs> McDonald's next to Jaquisa's high as fuck cat. <laughs> I definitely thought that shit was very funny. That it was like first quarter. Oh shit, my bad. That was my de- song, y'all. I definitely thought that show was funny when it said first quarter. I mean, pretty good. Pretty good. The movie is set in four quarters like basketball. The <laughs> shit is dope. All right. So first quarter, we don't talk about this a lot in movies, but goddamn, do they get the kids right. Yeah. I think they get them right. I think that the kids look like the adults in a way that I was like, all right, I respect that. I respect that a lot. They definitely nailed that. Because that was something I was like, I'm going to drag this movie if these kids don't look like them as adults. But I do think that the two kids that they casted, one of them being the very famous Kyla Pratt, mm-hmm. does look like. They look like their adult counterparts. Absolutely. At the end. And also, very accurate kids. Oh, very accurate black we kids. We all knew that girl who didn't brush her hair. Yeah. We all knew that girl. Ooh, that, man, just crazy hair. Yeah, just crazy hair and you'd be like and they'd be like, "What's wrong with her? Oh, she hang out with boys." Yeah, but that one time <laughs> she did comb her hair. Oh, everybody wanted her. <laughs> That's real, bro. I'm being honest. You're being completely honest, I'm dude. I'm completely honest. My favorite part of the beginning movie is when they decide. In the first quarter of this movie is only about five minutes. That's right. And then we go right, and then we skip ahead like seven years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when he's like, "You want to be my girl?" and he says, and she says, "Yes." And then it's like, "Well, I think we got to kiss now." For how long? Five seconds. That's right. They go kiss. Then he was like, "You got to ride on my bike now." She says no, and he pushes her he to the fucking. He shoves her to the ground. Her off the bike to the ground. Look, this movie, I think, was ahead of its time for a lot of reasons. First, this nigga's straight trash, bro. This nigga, yeah. that's not a point in the movie where I liked him. Or not I even, I never, not even at the end of the movie. No, like I know the. Hey, listen, I love it as a love story because it's like, yeah, they're supposed to be together. But if we just take it for at his face value, trash nigga. He left his fiance two weeks before he was about to marry yeah, this he's girl. He's a trash nigga through and through, For a bro. girl he hasn't seen in five he's a years. trash nigga through and Q through. Q was trash, man. Q was trash. He shoves her because she didn't want to ride on his bike. And I think that this movie says a lot about toxic masculinity. Like, I, this isn't me joking. I really do. I want to give credit to the writer and director of this movie. I want to get her name properly. Gina Price by the wood? Um, oh, sorry. Gina Prince Blythewood, by- I think. Blythewood. Yeah. Mm, that makes sense. You know, you wouldn't spell it all out. You wouldn't say, by the wood. <laughs> it's Blythewood. Blythewood. Which is her married name, interestingly enough. I would like to know who her partner is. Ah, uh, I see. I see what happened. I see what happened. She was adopted when she was a child. And that's why she hyphenated her name. She kept her original birth name. and then, oh, That's nice. Yeah. And then her, her adopted name. That's nice. But I would love to know what her husband does because I felt like this movie, and this is me being very serious, is a very good metaphor from at least looking on the outside in to what a woman has to deal with in terms of pursuing a career. But not only that, pursuing a career that their lover or partner is also in. Also, and... Both of them are very good. Well, this is what I wanted to talk about. And I was texting my good friend Talia Caldwell, and I texted her about this because she plays basketball overseas. She plays Mm -hmm. in Russia currently. And I said, isn't it crazy that she was a better college basketball player than this nigga? Yeah. Like, undoubtedly so. And she still had to go play overseas, and this nigga still went to the NBA, even though he was trash. Yeah. Because he went to the NBA and immediately bounced around. But still uh, went to the NBA. But still went to the NBA as supposedly a lottery pick. Yeah. We never found out, but that's the world they set up, and right? And this nigga was trash. Very bad. 
But now, she work her ass off as she go play in Spain. Yeah. Now, we do have to set this up yes. for a time. The WNBA was not around. It then. was not around then. Uh, in the movie. In the movie. In the movie. At the time the movie was created, the WNBA was about four or five years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is realistically how it happened back then. But still very crazy. And that, still, I think, because you also brought up the point of how that nigga was sucking ass in stadiums. Right. Packed stadiums. Yeah. And she was busting her ass in, in, a, high, in a high school gym. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. Uh... Also, this movie has so many people. It had Gabriel Union in it. Ugh. So fine. It had Regina Hall in Which it. Which is why we talked about the licking ass thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. There's a line in the movie where she says, I want to lick the sweat off his ass. That's not what she says. That is what she says. She just says, I want to lick the sweat off of him. She does not bring up his ass. They were talking about his butt. Come on, bro. I've seen this movie way two times, bro. Dog, you just told me that Gabrielle Union said ain't no shame in eating ass. Well, yeah, after the fact, but I bought that up because I was like, oh, she started early. She started in 1999. I don't think she wants to eat his ass in that movie. Bro, all right, let's let's fact check it. Let's fact check (laughs) it. All right, I'm about to find out. Hold on real quick. (laughs) She doesn't eat his ass. She just (laughs) says, I want to lick the sweat off that butt. No, she doesn't. Why are you guys struggling so hard? Here, here it is. Uh, Shawnee, good lord, look at that ass. I just want to lick the sweat off of it. I told you that's what she says. I lick the sweat off of it. But she's talking about his ass. She's not, she don't want to eat his ass, bro. <laughs> Those are two very different things. But right, that's what I'm saying. That's how she started. She started you licking. You said that she says, I want to lick the sweat off of his ass. And I told you that she did not say that. Am I correct about that? Good lord, look at that ass. I just want to lick the sweat Jaquise off of it. What Neal. does that mean? Jaquise Neal, you've already been caught today. What Don't does get that mean? Caught again. Did she say, I want to lick the sweat off his ass? No. Thank you. But did she not severely imply that? A lot of people imply a lot of things. <laughs> they never said them, bro. Good lord, look at that ass. I want to lick the sweat off of it. But what is on. it? Reading it cold, there's a pause in that moment because they cut to that nigga's ass and then they cut back to her. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're reading it as if they said it right on top of each other, but they don't in the movie. They say it within one second. They cut to that nigga's ass when she says that, and then they cut back to them, and then she says that. I want to lick the sweat off of it. So, again. She talking about his ass. She don't want to eat his ass, bro. No, I said she want to lick the sweat off his ass, and now she wants to eat ass, (laughs) and it's Dwayne Wade's ass. (laughs) In 2000, she wanted to lick sweat off ass. Now she wants to... Eat ass. So back to how this movie is a very good <laughs> metaphor for how hard it is for a woman to have it all. You know, like, you know, uh, uh, I, I, I'm seeing that now. Anna once told me a story about how she asked someone, she was working on this show, and she asked an older producer, uh, not much older, of course, but like just someone who was senior to her, any advice? And the woman said, freeze your ex. And that like hit me hard. I was like, damn. Freeze your eggs? Yeah. That was that person's advice. Because I think that, like, you know, for, and this is, again, who gives a fuck what I say about this? This is just my assumptions. I ain't fucking nobody. I don't know shit. But I think what that movie says is, like, she had to give up so much. Like, literally, throughout that movie, every choice for her was either basketball or love. Mm -hmm. Basketball or love. But that was never a problem for Omar Epps' character. He could have it all. He could have it all. Easily. Easily. There was, it was never a question. Never a question. He Matter was, of fact, his dad had it all and threw it all away and didn't give a fuck. Yeah, man. Allstate, man, was cheating on his mom. Yeah. Dennis Haber with that afro is probably the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Even funnier than uh, Mahershala Ali's bigotry afro from True Detective? Absolutely funnier than that. <laughs> I was dying when I saw that afro. Yo, man, it is crazy because at no point in that movie was basketball not on the table for him. Yeah. Where all throughout that movie... She had to work hard to get back. Like Just in the beginning, basketball. Uh, she she stared down a chick in the movie, and they took her out of the game. Yes, right. For How being many, emotional. For being emotional, dudes are emotional all the time. Absolutely, and it's okay. It's all right. Uh, she misses. We talked about this. Uh, she misses the last shot uh, in the game that she was being recruited for mm-hmm. by USC, and she breaks down and cries because she thinks like I'm not gonna get in this. I'm not going to be recruited. She's not going to be recruited. And she played her ass off. She killed that whole game. She had 10 offensive rebounds, they said. Even in the movie. 10. It was crazy. Even in the movie when she was there, 
they like shit on her. One of the chicks shit on her was like, "You only here because so and so got pregnant." Got pregnant. That's crazy, bro. And and then this nigga was flying, bro. He was a star instantly. Girls were flirting with him, and like, I really do think that perhaps the director was a. I know that she was a TV writer. I just read her uh, Wikipedia page, so I feel like she was comparing her life as a female writer to her male writer counterpart, probably. And just seeing how that nigga was just having a great time and she had to, like, bust her ass mm-hmm. to do the same things. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that because I've seen it with my own writing partner. Right. Who was also my romantic partner. Right. And she has to bust her ass. A lot? A lot. Uh, To get halfway where other people can easily get. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, it's crazy, dude. But I'm going to tell you a secret. Hmm. So this movie came out in 2000. That's right. 99 or 2000, I can't remember. 2000. I was 13 when this movie came out. You were 13 in the year 2000? Mm-hmm. Wow. And turned 14. Shade. Turned 14 that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was probably 14 when this movie came out. So year or two after that, you know, me and my girlfriend at the time were watching this movie. Of course. And then the part where they make love. Mm-hmm. Sweet love. Which one? The first one? <clears throat> the first, the first, the first time Omar Epps. The first time the two characters make love. School dance. They, school dance. Right. Which and I have then, a lot of problems with that scene. And then the Maxwell song came on, That's the right. song that we started our love affair with, and mm-hmm. it was like, "This is a nice song. Let's do that." And that is also the song I lost my virginity to. That's crazy. <laughs> and <laughs> was, trash. That <laughs> was a woman's work. Oh, Jaquise, can I let you know something right now, bro? I respect you. I love you. I think you're a good man. But, I'm going to let you right, know right now that as romantic as you remember it in your head, mm-hmm. I know that you at 14 years old, your sex game was trash. Oh, I was 15. Then oh, your sex game was doubly trash. So it was, it was very trash. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell, tell you the truth. Very funny. First time, didn't happen. It was too... <laughs> That's not. Nah, yeah. that's not. We all know what first you time, mean. First time didn't happen. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. You right. know, it wasn't the proper uh, friction was too much. What a waste of Maxwell. <laughs> but the second time we tried, we also put on that Maxwell song mm-hmm. again. Thank you mm-hmm. for the clarity. And it still didn't happen. It didn't happen <laughs> until the third time, my nigga. But Maxwell was playing because we was like, this is how we doing it. Now, this is how we doing it. poor woman, every time she hears this song. <laughs> she remembers. <laughs> every time someone's true. playing Love and Basketball, she got to be like, damn. <laughs> that trash nigga Jaquise wasted the best years of my life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, listen, after a few times, I got a little better. All right, Jaquise. I got a little better. <laughs> That's something I always think is, I mean, like, look, of course, be uh, – um, be open, be independent, be whatever, be safe. But I was thinking about, like, you 14 years old, bro. Like, what game? My, my cousin lost his virginity when he was 12. And That's I'm crazy. always just like, nigga, what? <laughs> you probably came in a minute. Yeah. Nigga, I came in a minute a couple weeks ago. That shit don't stop. <laughs> I'm upset. That shit don't stop. What, man? Man. But you, came in, a minute, but you came in a minute. And here's what I know about the difference between you coming in a minute Two weeks ago, uh, at least I hope. You coming in a minute two weeks ago, you at least have the wherewithal to know, I ain't take care of my girl right. Yeah. I'm going to take care of her right. Right, right, right. I when took you care of her 15, beforehand. At 15, I didn't. You did it. You came and you went, well, I guess that's that. Yeah. You want to watch Transformers? Like, that's like what it is. My nigga, we was watching Hey Arnold. Well, wow. <laughs> now every time so she watches bad. that, now every time she watches Hey Arnold, she's going to be like, damn, that nigga Jaquise. Came really in me hope, in one I really minute. hope she actually listens to this podcast. I hope not because she's uh, gonna she be always doesn't. reminded of how every time she hears a welcome to Culture Kings, I'm Megan Robus here. Um Jaquise Neal be like, damn, that's that voice of that nigga that came to me with in one minute, <laughs> then said, Do you wanna watch Hey Arnold and have half of the ha- hot pocket I have left? My nigga. Tostino's pizza rolls. Disgusting. Cold. <laughs> Cold because I don't know how to use a microwave. My mama always does it. Hey man. It's getting weird. She was trash too. She wasn't doing much better. Come on, Jaquise. Stop it ain't it. just on the dude. Just stop. It's a two-way street, my just man. Just stop, Jaquise. Just stop. When we come back, we're going to have some real takes about this movie. <laughs> I'm about to call her right now and ask her what, what my stop. game was like back in the day. Stop it. Let me see if I still got her number. Oh, boy. Please. 
And we're back. So, Jaquise, I felt like you wanted me to take away something from this movie. So I'm going to give you a, ask me some questions and I'll answer them. Here's what, here's what I wanted to hear. All right. So here's what I'll say. Here's what I wanted to take away. A few things. First of all, let's just rip the Band-Aid off. Did you like it? I loved it. Dope. Loved it. Uh, because one of the few things that you've shown me that I loved. What else have I shown you? You showed me a lot of things, bro. There's a whole episode of you showing me things. I don't remember. Uh, but I was literally in Chicago. Oh yeah, that. Oh man, you like that shit. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> except the Ferris wheel, probably. Um, Ferris wheel was trash. So you liked it. That's dope. Because you know how it is. Like some, especially it. with a movie that's older. Loved it, Jaquise. Uh, I loved it. It aged it ages very well. That's my next question. It how does it age to very you? Very well. It ages very well. Like I said, I think that the gender politics in that movie are ahead of its time. Uh it's also a black love story where it their the character's race Doesn't never comes into play. Never yeah. comes into play. Yeah. Ahead of its time. We didn't have another movie like that until Beale Street, which is nineteen years later. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. We talked about love and basketball on this podcast before, and that was one of the things that I brought up was that it's a movie about an all-black cast that's not about them being black at all. It's not about the struggle. Uh, They're just it could have been. It could have been anybody. Anybody. Any And and that's, what, that's one thing. It was a love story with black faces. That's why I'm remaking that movie with Siberians. Yeah. <laughs> You don't get dragged so hard. Why would I get dragged? With they Siberians? play basketball. They play? <laughs> what are you talking about? They, they create some of the best basketball players in the world. Also, honestly, I was thinking you were talking about Siberian, like Siberian Huskies. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to remake that movie with dogs. <laughs> Snow Dogs. No, Snow Dogs bro. 2. Yeah, Snow Dogs 3. Uh, all right, here's another takeaway. How did you like the music in it? Because that's one thing that I love about the movie, too, is it has, I mean, it's all mu- music that's from the, the time period. I could see, I mean, look, I could see you being like, ooh, ooh, like when certain songs would come on. That didn't, that didn't happen to me except for once when I recognized a new edition song only because I recognized it from the new edition BET movie. I, <laughs> so, like, there was no nostalgia with the movie for me because I remember my, also my other friend was like, oh, that soundtrack. And I was like, eh, it's not really registering with me. Because, okay. again, I wasn't raised listening to that music. Gotcha. So that, I mean, yeah, it was fun. It was dope. Some cool R&B songs in there. I could see if you're an R&B type nigga, you right. probably really like that. But, I, but didn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't taken away and being like, oh, this is nostalgia lane. But not even just from a, a, a nostalgia standpoint. Just from a almost, let's, let's use like Black Panther, for instance. Or even Bill Street. Like, Bill Street was love more... I love the score. The score and the music of that movie wasn't as much popular music, but it was still very appropriate for that I movie. love the piano theme in that movie, in Love and Basketball. And they use the piano theme when people are struggling. So, like, mm-hmm. in the montage of them playing basketball and they weren't doing well, they use that piano theme. Like, mm-hmm. I love the piano theme when that nigga's struggling and he breaks his ACL and you hear... Ugh. Ugh. Hated that. Uh, but hated that piano that. theme is very good. So, I like the score... More than I like the soundtrack. Here's my final question. But that's usually true for me for a lot of movies. That's fair. Here's my final question. Mm -hmm. As a basketball fan, do you think that it is a great basketball movie? I do think it's a great basketball movie. And I think that it shows that a basketball movie doesn't have to be about basketball. Like, And some of my favorite basketball movies aren't about basketball. Mm -hmm. So like, that's what I really enjoyed about that movie is that it's really about the people. Reminded me of like... And I found that hopeful because, like, I'm trying to work. I'm actually working on a basketball script right now, and I'm like, "Well, how much of the game do I have to show and all that?" And I'm like, "Nah, like, as long as the characters are solid, people will care." Right. And like, that's what I was telling Anna. I was like, "I think you would like this movie, even though you don't even really like basketball, yeah, because the people are so grounded and so real." Yeah. 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 All right. Really good characters. Really solid characters. I love the characters in it. Yeah, really good cast. The, the mom. mom. It's great. Uh, what's her name? I need I to find don't know out her, her name, name, bro. But she is one of those. It. And it was such a real honest mom, and like it reminds me her the way that she is reminded me of my mom a lot. Um, Which it, in what way? Just like how she can never say something nice, and uh, like you know she always has something mean to say, but also in her mind she's coming from a place of love. Right. The mom's convers- name was Alfrey Wood Woodward Woodard. Yeah. Um, she that conversation that they had. Oh, at the end of the movie, Ooh. which was, man, I felt that, man. That was a good Because here's, here's the thing, dude. Here's the thing. In, in this movie, the mom is very, she's a housewife. She's a housewife. But and she, she's very, she's tough, a. Tough, tough love. Tough. She's a tough mom because yeah. 
she and I don't know a better way to say this, so I'll just say it. She thinks like she is a girl's girl. Right? She think, yeah, she thinks that women should be pretty, and right. she doesn't enjoy that her daughter plays basketball. Exactly. She thinks she's being a tomboy, and she wants her to grow out of that phase and yeah. be a pretty uh, woman, right? Yeah. And and throughout that movie, they portray her like that, where you're like, oh, this mom is trash. But then where the relationship comes to a head, and she says, you know, all you cared about was you know, being there for you, you know, for your dad and making sure his underwear was ironed and all this bullshit. Ooh, and she slapped the shit and out of her. She that slapped girl. the shit out of her and was like, Is that all you think of me? And that hit me hard because mm-hmm. it points to the fact that we look down on like housewives so much, like their job is easy or they mm-hmm. aren't doing anything significant. Where and she brought up the good point of like me doing all of that stuff is why you could play basketball. Exactly. She was like, I had three, I put three meals a day on the table. I made sure you guys, and when there was a dance, I can make sure my daughters look pretty for it. Absolutely. Like that shit hit me hard because it yeah. was like, yeah, dude, like don't, she worked just as hard as you did, but the reason you don't look up to it is because you viewed it as insignificant. Of course. And, and it wasn't. And and that's the same thing with like my mom, right? Like, look, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that my mom was an emotionally available, lovey-dovey mom. She wasn't. And she's admitted that recently. Like, uh, I put up that tweet that she sent me on Valentine's Day uh, where she was just like, one day I hope that you could love me as much as I love you. And I was like, this is such a crazy text I got at 6 a.m. But to her credit, the other day, like oh, like last week or maybe two weeks ago, she sent me a text being like, I'm not going to lie. If there was any kid I really fucked up on, it was probably you. And she explained why, and I listened to her explanation, and I was like, yeah, I agree with this. Like, uh, we had a really honest conversation about it, and – at the end of the day, I'm still not going to pretend that she wasn't working two jobs so I can do all of the shit that I'm doing now. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to pretend like she's not the one who introduced me to the arts and was like, you can write. That's a hobby. But still, like, you know what I mean? She introduced me to all of that shit. But I also get from the character's point of view where it's just like, I'm doing this thing. Why can't you love how I'm doing this thing? But it's like, she's from a different world. Yeah. And the mom was from a different world of like, you know, this is how women should be. And my mom was from even crazier different world of like, I'm from an immigrant world. This shit, no one becomes an artist. Like, that's not what people do. So I really enjoyed that honesty from the movie. That's what I liked about that movie. Every character just felt so real, except for Dennis Habert's afro. That's the (laughs) only fake thing in the movie. Also, you got so mad when when she first got to USC and she was taking charges. Oh, Oh, no, no, not that. Not that part. No, no, no. The the charge at the end of the game. I got mad at both of those. I got mad that they were mad at her because she was falling after she took the charge. Yes. And I was like, what did they want her to do? But I guess what it was was that she was like slight. I guess what they were trying to show was that she was slightly moving Mm because she was flinching for it. She Mm -hmm. was like, it's something that people, when they're afraid, they do. And if you slightly move, it upgrades from a charge to a a blocking file. So you need to just take it. So then there's a turning point in the story because she's benched, she's benched. And then she starts because the girl injures herself, and she she loses the ball, and she runs back <laughs> and sets up to take a charge perfectly, which causes them to win the game. And I take issue with that because I have never in my life <laughs> seen someone take a charge to win the game before. <laughs> it's such I mean, a crazy – there are so like many crazy. other specifics they could have pulled. Like what? She could have blocked it? But I guess maybe they're trying to show us that she needs to take pain. She needs to take a hit. So she can move forward. I mean, and it was, that's what it's like to be a woman. I'm I'm trying to give my homegirl some credit here. I mean, that what was I took insane. from it, what I took from it was this was going to be much harder than she thought. Of course. And then course. the moment where it clicked for her was that moment because yeah. they used the charge to show, oh, she turned the corner. And like you said, it was a true turning point in it the story is. because she, at she that point, a better player. Omar Epps is also sucking. Yeah, because he 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 takes a hit, but he can't take it. He flinches. He moves. Yeah, he moves. And it becomes a block and foul. He finds out that his father was an unfaithful man, and rather than take that contact, take that direct hit, he flinches. Mm-hmm. Block and foul. It's mad. So mad. my final thought on it is I only have one pitch for the movie. Yeah. And the I way told you about it. You told me about it, and I hate it. I think that the so it, the, the it's the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Omar Epps is engaged to Tyra Banks for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and homegirl was playing in Europe, but she decides to leave Europe 
to come to America to be a banker. <laughs> Monica, because she doesn't love basketball She doesn't anymore. love basketball anymore. Because Q ain't there. But then, yeah, that's what she finally re- realizes, that she doesn't love ba- basketball because Q isn't there. So she goes to Q's window, and she's just like, I'm done with it. I, I, I know I don't love basketball anymore. It's because you're not there. I want you back. And they play for it. And the score is tied 4-4. Now, in the movie, Q wins. Mm-hmm. Which is a very interesting device. Because uh, most movies would have had her win immediately. No, I think I don't think it would have worked with her winning. And I understand why. Because if it works with her winning, is Q really choosing her or is she forcing Q? Right. So to have her lose and him still choose her... Is like oh, it's a great yeah. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful set. Yeah, I love. That's it. why I was like that. That makes more plot like because then like is this nigga just gonna be like yo, fiance? I got to break up with you. I lost the <laughs> basketball game. Look, I don't want to, but I lost. But I lost. It's yeah. almost as if we did that GoFundMe and we bought you those tickets and you had to go tell Jesse you guys weren't gonna have a wedding. Which guys still a chance? Mm, no, nope. still a chance. Nobody set it up. Set up that GoFundMe. I'm for real. Y'all ask if I'm for real. I'll say it on the pod. I'm very for real. Jaquise is gonna take that money and go I mean, on a she cruise. She can still say no. She can still say no. Then I'm gonna take that money for myself. And then I'm going. I'm going fucking report you to GoFundMe. You're not gonna report me to GoFundMe. I use the money for what I wanted to use it for. But here's how I would have ended it. They playing D, right? Omar Epps is all up on her. Playing D. She crosses him. She's open. She takes the jumper. He reaches up. It's like a slow motion shot. Him closing out. Her jumper just barely going over his tips. Credits. And he ends the movie there. That's the perfect ending to the movie. Because what they needed all along was to love basketball. And we get that in that beautiful. That was my favorite scene in the movie was them playing one-on-one. I put my phone down and watched them play one-on-one. It was great. It was great. There was no score under it. It was just them playing for a long time. And then they had a score later. When they added the score now, I was like, oh, they're going to show how this game ends. But I thought they were just going to have it be like, imagine that. You just hear you know them. I mean? No score. You just hear them playing ball. Just yeah. grunts, grunts and all. That's one. That's one. Just like that. And it's just quiet. Ooh, mercy. And it was, it was quiet for like the first right? half of the game. And then you, you cut something. out on that last shot and you don't know who won the game. You just leave the theater being like, damn. That would be movie. pissed. You would pissed. not be pissed, bro. Be. That need for closure is not real. It does not exist. In movies, it can. It does not exist. And not in only do they show can. us that he wins and he picks her, then they go even further to show us that she in the WNBA and they got a baby. <laughs> yeah. And he's sitting on this. I was like, I don't need all this. I would love to just know that they found love in basketball again. Well, listen, love in basketball is not an art house film. No, it's not. <laughs> and that's okay. Uh, I would have hated it. Now, let me tell you, from a creative, filmmaking, artistic standpoint, I love that idea. That's a beautiful ending, it's bro. It's a beautiful ending. I love that idea. From a fan of the movie, shit is trash. <laughs> shit is trash. Y'all need closure too much, bro. Shit is trash. I My wanted to know. ending to a movie ever will always be Submarine. I won't spoil it for anybody. But it'll always be submarine. I mean, those type of. I mean, it is why, to this day, people are still talking about Inception, right? Or or the graduate uh, or the graduate. Yeah, because you, like, you, you don't, don't know. No, you don't know, and it leaves it up for interpretation. It's a beautiful way to end the film. Yeah, just not loving basketball. But when you remake the movie, called what did you say? It's earlier? gonna be loving basketball with, with Serbians. <laughs> it's gonna be Joe Jochik and like a seven foot tall woman. Uh. Yes. <laughs> it is Serbs, bro. It is big ass Serbs. You're like. Uh, and when that movie You makes, left the NBA to <laughs> to bake bread in your hometown. <laughs> and when that movie makes $472 at the box office. It's going to make a whole bunch of money, bro. <laughs> um, you know what? I'll be right there. Now. I'll be there. I'll be there at the premiere. Can I be in it? Now, you know what? I will remake the movie. No, you can't be in it. Why? That's my, my other complaint about the movie. Shut the fuck up, Omar Epps, a lottery pick. That nigga like 5'2". He was 5'10". <laughs> He's 5'2". If AI He's a can, lottery pick. If AI can be a lottery pick. Shortest lottery pick in the history of the NBA. 5'10". 5'10", yeah. Shortest lottery. Fuck out of here, bro. You telling me that they couldn't find a taller nigga in the first 10 picks of the draft? <laughs> Come on, man. Then you wouldn't have got Omar Epps. I'll remake the movie. I will. I will go home. If okay. somebody pays me, I will remake the movie. What can I be in it? 
You could be one of the niggas that he hangs out with. <laughs> you definitely not gonna be the star. I don't want to be a ball player. Piece. I don't have to be a ball player. Can I be? Uh, I can't make you his dad. Can I be? Are you gonna make it from the? Are you gonna make it from? Are you gonna keep the roles the same? Yeah. All right. So. But I can I be? Can I be today. the college nigga? Can I be the co- the dude she brings to the dance? Well, why is she gonna be dating? All right. Well, yeah, you could be that dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm sure. But like, in a movie, yeah, he's that, say, he's real. But she's gonna be a taller woman, bro. <laughs> well, yeah, we gonna be she gonna be in it. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll you, see, Jaquise. I'll have your audition. How much money? What's a, a good indie cost? I think I can make this movie for like three, four grand, three, four hundred grand, maybe five. I'm still mad you, you are not wanting to put me in it. Bro, you could be I like introduce you, could be, you to this movie. Yeah, but my nigga Jaquise, you don't fit in that world, bro. Come on, man. I love you, Jaquise. You how about, want me to convince the world that you are a college basketball player? I mean, like, <laughs> all right, how about how about one of the extra? How about yeah, college five eight can work. It's not about I ain't going it's to the not NBA. all about your height, Jaquise. All right, how about how about when they how about when they go to uh I have to shoot you playing basketball. I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of niggas on them on that movie who didn't actually play basketball. They just <laughs> no, ran no, up no, and down no. the court. All the extras can play. That's the thing I know about a lot of ex college basketball players. They They'll ran tell you, up and down the their court. Their jobs when they don't make it to the NBA is to be in those kinds of movies. <laughs> I was in a commercial with niggas like that for Roland, and it was all niggas who didn't make it to the NBA, and they were like, "Yeah, this is what I do now. I'm in basketball commercials." Hey man, I can dribble the ball, take a good shot. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I will give you the thing. role of one. Of, I'll give you the role of the referee that charges her for a, a technical foul. <laughs> <laughs> you can be that ref, bro. That's you get two lines in that movie, bro. You see. get two lines. Why are you so mean? Jaquise gets see. two lines. He gets about? he gets unsportsmanlike conduct, and then he also gets the other line. Oh wait, hold on. You can be Homegirl's dad. I'll give you that part for real. Homegirl's dad. Yeah. Her black dad. Yeah. That's the character. She gonna have be black. They're gonna be black. I told you this movie. Um, if I re- make remake this movie for real, they'll be black. But they'll just be Serbian. No, I'm not doing the Serbian thing no more. It's okay. gonna be so much more expensive to go to Serbia and <laughs> okay. film a movie. So they'll be black. They'll be black. All right. But I'm just remaking it. Okay. All right. I can be a dad for the social media world. Will his I'll fuck character with that. have a name? Hmm. Will his character be named? Yeah, I think the dad is named, right? I don't know. I don't know. Mr. Monica. Yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm just trying to make sure that he has a credit with a name. Yeah, he'll have a credit with a name. Dad. But again. The the referee got more lines than the dad. No, the referee. The dad but he's the referee. Lines. Does he have a name? Referee no, don't have a he name. He don't have a name. Yeah. But he has two very important lines of the movie. Trying to make oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Can I be the coach? Yeah, make the high school coach. Yeah, can I be the high school coach? Yeah, you can be the high school coach. No height required. Okay, make okay. You can be the high school coach. I'll be the coach. But you gonna be that old ass one though. I can't be the USC coach. No, bro. It's got to be a woman, bro. What about? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right, I'll be the high school coach. He's yeah. out here trying to take roles from women. Now. Yeah, come on, bro. What are you talking about? I mean, listen. I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying to make it too. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'll be the coach. Mm-hmm. Fine, let's do it. Now, who should I cast? They all got to be seven. Just can they be regular height? Who would you cast in Love and Basketball with today's industry? I guess Zendaya. I was about to say Zendaya, Zendaya would be, would the, be girl. the girl. That was my pick immediately. Was yeah, Zendaya? Zendaya. Um, oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, is it Melvin Biggs? Melvin Briggs from uh, High Flying Bird, who beat me out for that part. I don't know. I don't know. What he's it also is. in. Um, he's also in. Uh, he's also in. Uh, ah, American Vandal. Okay. Second season Fine. of American Vandal. Fine. Let him do it. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. I'm trying to see. find it. American Vandal and High Flying Bird. Either one. Oh, the the star of the Netflix thing? High Flying Bird? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Not I know dude you're from Moonlight. About. The dude who played basketball in it. It's like Melvin. I know who you're talking about. Melvin yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg? Melvin Gregg. That one. Yes. This dude? Yeah, right? Shows the keys. That should be him. He can play ball for real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a good actor. Mm-hmm. I guess now they're light skinned though. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say, I was gonna say they both light skinned. Thank the you movie. that you didn't say it, Sophie, because if welcome. you said it, ooh, boy, your mentions would be destroyed. Who's the mom? I don't have Twitter. Who the mom? Who's the mom? Okay, let me see. I mean, you know what I mean. Like, let's go ahead and let's do something full circle, kind of trip it out. Let's give Regina Hall that role. Ooh. That would be very fun. You know, that a little bit of a fun. throwback. Everyone okay. be like, oh shit, Regina Hall. So who's Regina Hall? Regina Hall, oh the older sister. Yeah. 
Uh, just because I think it's funny that she keeps booking this part. The older sister from uh, Moon, uh, from uh, from Bill Street. Oh. Okay. Okay. Because it'd just be funny that she keeps booking those parts. All right. Uh, who else is? Uh, she also plays Dawn in Mad Men. Who's Dennis Haber? Who's dad? Who's the dad right now? Mahershala. <laughs> Yeah, it's gotta be Marshall. In that true detective way. It's Marshall in that true detective way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he can, but he played ball too. He for played real. ball. He played ball he at St. Mary's, right? And I'm sure he would be taller than old dude. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Dennis Maybe. Haber. Dennis Haber was definitely taller than Omar Epps, so he's definitely in the sixes. Yeah. Uh, all right, is that is that everybody then? Is that all the consequential well, players? Well, we need we or? need we need a, a, a Melvin's dad, a Melvin's mom, the one who who's getting cheated on. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, who was the dad again? Mahershala. Yeah. All right, let's see his wife from uh, True Detective. <laughs> let's just uh, cast the True Detective. Carmen, o, I think it's Carmen Ojogo. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I could cast her. Yeah, yeah I, I like else. that. Yeah, I like that. Huh? Paula Patton. Paula she, Patton. She's not in things with Yeah, but I don't know if her and her will work as a married couple. Mm-mm. We need, yeah, we need somebody who has like You a, know what? I'll go ahead and throw a OG girl from the movie. What's her name that you really like? From the movie. From yeah. this movie? Yeah. Sonal Lathan? Yeah. As the mom. So we have. <laughs> no, we no, have no, 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 no. Sonal Lathan is going to be the UC, USC coach. That's a good job. Okay. That's a fun cameo. To make her okay. the USC coach. So if we put in all if we put in all the original cast as cameos in a movie. Yeah, that's what you do when so you remake who, isn't that what you do so when you with, remake movies? So who is Omar Epps? What, what cameo is Omar Epps then? Omar Epps is gonna be the uh, He's gonna be the referee. He's gonna be the referee. He's gonna be the referee, <laughs> <laughs> be the referee in the high school game, bro. All right. He's gonna be the referee. Who else do we need? That's it, right? Dennis Haybert, he'll be one of the old announcers when Dennis Haber ain't gonna make the movie, bro. He as far one of the Lakers announcers. Oh, it's yeah, always yeah. good when the subs get in the play. Yeah, and then we cut to Melvin just like breaking his ACL, breaking his ACL, or tearing it. That's all we need, right? That's it. I feel that's it. That feels right. Then there you go. That's my remake. Nice all right, and what you still call it, love and basketball? Yeah. Okay. And you would end it how you want to end yeah, it. Yeah, you'd never know who won the game. And all right, but I got to change a couple of plot details. Um, I think that it's not a paternity suit. It's a, it's a, it's a like, it's a, it's an online scandal. Like somebody dropped Snapchat videos of Mahershala cheating and stuff like that. Like it's on Snapchat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be said in this time. Well, oh, so would it be said in this times? Yes. You wouldn't. You wouldn't take it back to the eighties. No. Okay, so the WNBA exists. That is correct. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be different things. So let me she go would through go, it. Okay, okay. Let me go through okay. it. Let me go through it. So she she could go to the WNBA. Okay. But um, so here's what's going to – here's what I'm changing in the movie. So they started off as kids and they play ball. She She's better than him and all this stuff. I don't think that her issue is that she's emotional. I don't think that's her issue. Okay. I think her issue in this movie, she's a ball hog. Okay. She's flashy. She too flashy. She flashy and she ball hog. And she she has moments of flashiness. But I'm saying that, but I don't like the emotional thing. I'm removing it from this okay. storyline. I think that she's just too flashy. She a ball hog. They don't think that she a team player. Okay. I think homeboy, he's just he, he he's fine or whatever. But you know what I think? I don't think he's as good of a high school player as she is. I think she's a better high basketball player from the get. Okay. And she's flashy and all that stuff. Okay. And then. So then they go to college, right? Mm-hmm. They go to college. I think she hurts herself in college. So she basically just becomes him. No, she hurts herself <laughs> in college. Okay. And she has to learn how to play as a team player. Okay. So that's what makes her more valuable. Okay. I think he, he red shirts in college, and that's where his anger comes from. Is because he's not even playing. Okay. He's only red shirted. So he's like angry, he's upset. Then the cheating thing happens, and he takes it out on her still. I'm not moving that toxic masculinity stuff. He's just taking it all out on her because now she's finally bonding with her teammates. Like, her knee injury helps her bond with her teammates, and they all grow as a team. And she, like, she's, she grows and stuff like that. So then I think they separate. Whatever, right? Then she goes to the WNBA. Mm-hmm. Her first night before she's there, she sees him again, and it looks like things are going to be all good again. But then he goes, yeah, you know, I could have been better in college if he was there for me. And then she goes, what the fuck? And they fight. 
And then she's in her head about that fight, re-enters the knee again. Her first WNBA game. <laughs> this is a completely different movement. <laughs> she re-enters her knee again, bro, and then she goes to Europe, and she's like, and not Spain. Fuck that, bro. Make that shit real. She in Siberia playing basketball yeah. and just depressed. And so we, snow. we get in Siberia. She's, she's snow every day. She's in, ooh, she's in Ubers with drivers who don't understand what she's saying and stuff like that. I'm kind of stealing all this from Tali's Instagram stories. Like, you know, and all this stuff. And then he's, in the, he's in the NBA. He's chilling. He's cool. He's whatever. But he just kind of flames out. Like,